You are Locked On Utes, your daily podcast on the Utah Utes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Pac-12 Media Day, everybody. We have made it. The kickoff to the 2021 season begins... I guess we could call it unofficially today in Los Angeles. We got plenty to cover in that vein. That is going to dominate the storyline of today's Locked On Utes podcast. Brian, what should we talk about in that regard? You know, I figured that being uh, we're a uh, chicken sandwich podcast, the upcoming release of Popeye's Chicken Nuggets today. No, wait, that's not it. We're going to talk about Pac-12 Media Days. Wanted to survey the crowd a little bit, see what you all would ask if you were there. And uh, let's just put it this way, was not disappointed. <laughs> not sure that some of you would last very long in this business, but hey, good on you. Yeah, no, there's no doubt about that. So we'll get to all of that ahead. We'll give our thoughts on what we expect to come out of the events today down there in Los Angeles. It's all brought to you today by our title sponsor on today's show, Rock Auto, Amazing Selection. Reliably low prices, all of the parts your car, truck, or SUV will ever need. Check them out at rockauto.com. All right, without further ado, on a Pac-12 Media Day edition, let's dive on in. This is the Locked On Utes podcast for July 27th, 2021. Again, welcome into Locked On Utes, your daily podcast focused on University of Utah Athletics, your only daily podcast focused on the Utes. I'm Jay Catch. That across from me digitally is my co-host and fearless companion, Brian Brown, the brown bear in the chair himself. Brian, what is up? Just sporting my Big Al Hits Dinger shirt, having a good time with my good friend Jake, uh, trying to make it through the week. We'll see how things go, Jake. Uh, conference realignment may put me under. Uh, it may put everybody under. Let's be let's be honest about that. By the way, I don't think I've ever been more in envy of a shirt than the one you're wearing currently. Because Big Al hit stingers, man! What a legendary moment in the Little League World Series, right there. My name's Big Al, and I hit dingers. <laughs> I aim to have the kind of cool that that kid has where you can deliver such a stunning line with such an ease and lack of just worry yeah. over fumbling it. But, hey, that's why he's Big Al, and that's why I'm uh, out here struggling as a uh, podcast host. You and me both. But nonetheless, a big thank you to all of you for joining us here on Locked On Utes. Just a quick reminder for you guys, make sure you hit that follow button. I know a number of you probably checking us out, maybe for the first time ever with Pac-12 Media Day here. Well, just simply put, we are your daily source for all things Utah athletics. Of course, a special focus on University of Utah football as well as men's basketball. But we cover the depth and breadth of all things University of Utah Athletics. We want to make sure you guys join us every day because we want you guys to be in the know when it comes to the Utes. All right, Brian, so let's talk a little bit about Pac-12 Media Day today. Obviously, a number of you might be listening to this in the midst of what's going on in Los Angeles. It's a full day of Non-stop interviews, plain and simple. We'll have plenty of coverage. Those of you who listen to local sports radio, you can tune into the Zone Sports Network. Uh, Patrick Kinahan, as well as Jake Scott from the station I work for over there at the Zone, will be on hand talking to players and coaches from all 12 teams. Well, 
One coach notably will not be there, and we talked about that yesterday, Nick Rolovich announcing he will not be in attendance and drawing a little bit of a media firestorm for his reasoning why that we will not delve into here. But, Brian, what do we expect to come out of today besides a whole lot of coach speak and a whole lot of positivity regarding the upcoming season? I, I, and I sent our, our friend and, and co-worker, Cindy Robinson, with some very inciting, uh, riot-inciting questions such as, which is the better M&M, peanut or peanut butter? Which chicken sandwich is better, Chick-fil-A or Popeye's? So hopefully that will fire things up a little bit. But I think for the most part, this of all years will be the most milk toast of media sessions and media days. You're going to hear uh, a lot of the, in our estimation, from Kyle Whittingham. Uh, I think you're going to hear a lot of throw game references, mm -hmm. specifically for the Utes. You're going to hear a lot of uh, very light commentary. I, I will we'll, we'll definitely hear someone refer to Devin Lloyd as a day one or day two guy at some point. I, yeah, I would venture to say you're going to hear that early and often regarding Devin Lloyd. There's no doubt about that. Uh, Britton Covey will be the other representative for the University of Utah down there at Pac-12 Media Day. And if you want a more, uh, shall we say, media-friendly athlete, you're going to be hard-pressed to find a guy that's better at what he is going to be expected to do than Britton Covey. No, and I think that's part of the reason why he's there, right? Kyle Whittingham is not going to leave anything up to chance when it comes to these situations and so he usually brings the guys that he trusts the most the mm -hmm. guys that he knows will give the right answers the guys that he knows he can count on i think britain's a fun guy too he understands when to be uh charismatic and jokey and he also understands when to be serious and, and how not to push the line too much with that but coming from a guy who once told a reporter that she had nice leather pants you know you gotta wonder if maybe he's trying to throw a little bit of fire out there with britain devin lloyd i, I think is devin lloyd to the core uh all you're gonna hear is just <laughs> just uh business as usual from devin lloyd <laughs> okay the, the the leather pants comment man I would venture to say that Kyle probably regrets having said it now, uh, considering what happened, but it, it's one of those legendary lines, man, that'll live on forever. There is no doubt about that. But nonetheless, I'm looking forward to media day. I think the biggest thing, and this is just my expectation, Brian, is we all know that George Klyovkov, this will be his first time really getting grilled by the media at large. And I think the, the whole tone of what his media session is going to be about is going to be about conference realignment, and it's all due to the fact that Texas and Oklahoma have just taken the college football world by storm with the news out of the Big 12 that they have declined uh, to renew their grant of rights. They will be looking to depart that conference, and you know, if it's not the first question that comes to uh, Commissioner Klyovkov, it's going to be number two. It has to, and, he, and he's already... Uh, I hate to use this, grabbed the bull by the horns and <laughs> said that he would be up front at Pac-12 Media Days, but this is what he's getting paid to do. And I think if you're a guy like George Klyovkov, this is what you've always wanted to do. You've wanted to have this platform. You've wanted to get out. And, and listen, it may be hard for some people to understand why you would have that kind of ego and want to do that, especially when most people in the world would rather die than speak in public. But for those of us who actually like to do that for a living or, or, or even are 
fairly good at it, mm -hmm. it's not as big a deal. And so you want to get out there, you want to convey your message, and clearly he knows how to do it. We saw that from his initial press conference where he basically went bullet point by bullet point every single thing that the fans are looking for the Pac-12 to fix. And he's shown some personality that I think is a little bit more in touch than Larry Scott. That alone should buy him a load of, of just goodwill for the time being, right? In theory, yes. Uh, obviously, he is going to still have to give, I think, decent answers because the whole Larry Scott deal, we all know how toxic it got towards the end, especially with people in the media just going after him seemingly day after day. Klyovkov, he understands, I think, the situation he steps into. But as you mentioned, Brian, simply not being Larry Scott, that's a positive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, other than having Larry Scott's bank account, which honestly, like sure. you and I would both take that. Oh, yeah. Um, and maybe that's a question that you ask at Pac-12 Media Days. What would you rather have, Larry Scott's career and bank account or your current position, you know? Um, but I think that's – it's a unique time for him, but at the same time, I think it's probably a really good time because – he has some savvy and some connections that actually can get the Pac-12 ahead here. If it was Larry Scott, like I think the Pac-12 is in a worse situation. Now, the hard part about it is that it's not so much the athletic directors that are dealing with it. It's it's the presence and the academic side of it. Mm -hmm. And we saw yesterday come out that reports are that only schools with the AAU uh, designation would, would be considered for realignment. And, and the hard part about this is that once Texas and OU made their decision, that just opened the door, right? Like yep. that was the first solidification. Now all of a sudden we're going to have this kind of, I don't want to say dead period, but this conversational period where people are just going to throw out ideas and you're going to hear a whole bunch of reports that are just absolute insanity for the next little while, which maybe that's what Utah fans are looking forward to with media days today is that you're not going to have to pay attention to this. But I'm going to reiterate what we said on Monday. You have less to worry about as a Utah fan because the reality is, is that you were never going to be a part of the SEC. You were never going to be a part of the Big Ten. You were never going to be in that top tier. And so you're still in a good spot, and you have a lot to offer. You have a great recruiting area. You have a solid TV market. You have an established fan base, facilities, the AAU designation. And so programs are going to look at that and want to be a part of it. Or even more, which may be more appealing, is that you could become the anchor of whatever the next revelation is. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. So, very interesting day ahead for those of you listening before uh, Pac-12 Media Day gets going. Some of you may be listening during the midst of it all going on. Some of you may be listening after it's all over. But nonetheless, we wanted to kind of get some of our thoughts out there. Tomorrow's podcast will be more focused on what actual newsworthy items actually come out of the day. Cindy Robinson, like Brian mentioned, is on hand. She hosts the Locked On Pac-12 podcast, does an absolutely phenomenal job hosting that show. She is going to be at Pac-12 Media Days, and I'm sure she'll have plenty to share in that regard. We'll see if we can get her on the show to talk about it. But coming up next, we threw it out to you guys on Twitter yesterday. What questions do you want to ask, or what would you ask at Pac-12 Media Day? And i got to say, some serious takes, some not-so-serious takes, and we'll dive into all of those here in just a few moments. First, though, let's take a minute and talk about our good friends over at Bet Online. Brian, you and I have both, I think, been glued to the TV since the Olympics began. If you would like to put some what we like to term skittles 
on the line with regards to the Olympic Games, uh, whether it might be, is Team USA going to win the gold medal? Is Katie Ledecky going to win gold from here on out? No matter what it might be, Bet Online has the odds for you. They got the opportunity for you to get in the game, if you will. I mean, who'd have thunk that yesterday the, the Philippines would win their first gold medal ever? But if you'd had that inclination, it would have netted you a pretty little penny in your bank account. And that's why we say go have some fun. But the best part about that fun is it can be on the house because we're going to give you a promo code to give you 50% more for whatever it is that you deposit. Yeah, really simple promo code. Locked on. L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. Get 50% uh, 50% welcome bonus. So 50% of where you deposit the first time at betonline.ag. Added to your account, as Brian said, you can bet money that's on the house. Not very many sports books. I'm not sure that any are willing to give you free money, but Bet Online is willing to do that. So get over to BetOnline.ag, sign up for your for your for your free account now, and while you're there, use that promo code Locked On for that 50% welcome bonus. It's all courtesy of our friends over at Bet Online, as they are your online sports book experts. All right, folks, it is your turn. Of course, Pac-12 Media Day dominating this episode of the Locked On Utes podcast. But we throw it, threw it out to you guys on Twitter yesterday. Please follow the show, by the way, if you have not done so already on Twitter, at Locked On Utes. Really simple to find. But we asked the question, Utah fans, what's one question you want asked at Pac-12 Media Days? And, Brian, I think the response uh, spanned probably exactly what we expected in many ways. Apparently not a lot of people want the smoke because their replies were full of it. (laughs) And maybe all the salt that we're losing from the Great Salt Lake is ending up on Twitter. Hard to say. Uh, But for the most part, the the questions were entertaining, Jake. I think my personal favorite was fellow 1280 employee. And uh, do we even want to call him an associate? (laughs) Yes, of course, because he's a a big listener to Locked on Utes. But Eric Jensen asking a question about a UCLA player, which, perfect. Eric, I love you, man. Like, and he produces the Saturday show that I host over there at the Zone every week, and does a phenomenal job in his role for the Zone. But Eric, this is locked on Utes. Utes. We're Utes. not talking about Dorian. T E S, not U C L A. Yeah, this ain't a Bruins podcast. Ain't locked on Bruins. We don't clap here. <laughs> no eight claps here. No, we don't do the eight clap here. But Eric Jensen, what is the ceiling of Dorian Thompson Robinson? I don't know. But and I, my only answer to that one's going to be not great against the Utah defense. <laughs> That's yeah. what we're hoping for. Um, but I do think the the overarching question is is maybe more you know what's the ceiling of Utah versus some of these teams and some of these players and and we've tried to talk about this a lot um, over the course of the off season, but it'll ramp up even more now as we start to really look at things from a game by game perspective, but. This is a crazy, crazy season for the University of Utah in terms of how much potential there is in the Pac-12 South. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. But, yep, Eric, thank you for trying to hijack the the feed and, you know, ask about UCLA when we're talking about the Utes. All right, other questions that came in. Uh, Reggie Rhodes, our good friend, uh, he says, if Coach will be challenging the GOAT next year, and it's, of course, a quote tweet of Phil Mickelson and, they're trying to set up a competition for the best calves in sports, apparently. I, look, I, I shout out to Phil Doe and, and old Lefty and all the work that he's done on his dad calves, but nobody tops the legend of me. 
the heart those calves, I've seen those calves do incredible things with Kyle Whittingham. I've seen those calves single-handedly push a motorcycle back upright with Cody Barton on the back of it. So Okay. Well, yeah. I'm not going to doubt those calves anytime soon. No, no, nor should you. There's no doubt about that. Another one coming in here, uh, 40 Uter, our good friend Caleb. Uh, has the school reached out to the Big Ten yet? Well, I think that is going to be a question that uh, is every program in the Pac-12 going to have to answer that question? I hope so. <laughs> Might as well. I, I hope somebody asks everybody at the meeting, have you called the Big Ten yet? Like there's a Big Ten in the middle of the offices there that you call. A B1G, get in touch with everybody. Yeah. A hotline. Like a cartoon 10 from Sesame Street. Yes. I don't I, like maybe I've been watching too much Loki and, and Miss Minutes out there. So now I'm just thinking that cartoon characters are all over the world. But that's how I picture there being a big 10 at the Big Ten offices. I don't know. But hopefully that's who Caleb's referring to. If you have not watched Loki, by the way, uh, get on it. That's just my yeah, personal yeah, recommendation. No. All right. I just I kind of picture the Big Ten office as being like an ESPN This Is Sports Center commercial where they're just mascots roaming around all the <laughs> time. So, I mean, I have no evidence otherwise to counter that. So, hey, prove me wrong. Hey. Uh, Brutus the Buckeye is just wandering around <laughs> the Big Ten headquarters. Slapping Buckeye stickers <laughs> on things everywhere he goes. It's not a helmet, I don't care. I'm, I'm slapping it on here anyways. That'd actually be really, really funny. I like that. All right, um, so another question coming in here, and uh, this one's a little facetious, uh, coming in from our good friend. Let me make sure I get the name right here. Oh, Ute Spida saying, why does Staircase Wit hate Cameron Rising? <laughs> well, it's great to be back. <laughs> yeah, I know. Welcome back. It was fun to uh, fun to have those guys on and, and play back on our blockcast days. For those who are listening and are really confused about that, uh, in uh, years previous, Cam used to ask me why I hated Tyler Huntley because I thought that Justin Herbert was a better quarterback than him. Um, that's why you don't have Cam on your podcast because he makes you look bad and makes him look good. So eh, it's all right, nonetheless. I, that one I had to go out and get my own podcast, and we're doing just great. We are doing great. There's no doubt about that. And a big thank you to all of you guys, by the way, who have been supporting the podcast. We've seen a major uptick in downloads. I can tell you. Yeah, that we like that. That's good news for us. Yeah. So um, we, let's keep it going. So okay, the last of the of what I'm calling the facetious uh, questions coming in, Brian. We'll get to the serious ones as we round out the show here today. Uh, and it's your – do we call her your nemesis in life? What do we What do we call her? <laughs> okay. Friend of me. Friend of me, yes. Good point, yeah. Uh, Roz in real life uh, say, asking – well, she sent in – it was a meme. It's from Ted Lasso. And it's uh, just – it says, is this a bleeping joke? <laughs> And it's uh, <laughs> Trent Krim from Trent The Independent, Krim which is independent. also super fitting. And also, I think, within the context of the situation, like, is this a joke? Like, are we really going through this again? Uh, I'm not sure that Roz realizes how psychologically healthy it is to ask those questions. Actually, I do think she does because she uh, she gets the psychology of a lot of different things. Um, but I think it is very much prescient on a lot of people's minds right now. What the, like, is this a joke? Like, are we seriously going to let Texas and OU do this? Are people going to stand by and let it happen? And I'm curious because you're starting to hear whisperings about why should we let this happen? And that's a little bit about where I think things need to head is that 
fan bases, you know, I, I don't know if you read the little snippet from the Reddit CFB page where uh, the TCU fan talked about how, uh, how much more fun it was to make fun of the people that went to schools regionally that they worked with. And I think there is an element to that, right? Like these people are trying to really wreck what has been fun about college football. NIL is not going to wreck college football. Is it going to change it? Yes. Is it going to be the massive change that maybe we all thought it was going to be at, at one point in time? Probably not. Are there going to be definite deviations and new branches to throw another Loki reference out there? Sure, but we're not going to have to snip them like that. They're eventually going to grow into this beautiful tree that we call college football. Unfortunately, what OU and Texas are doing is going full-blown, oh, what's his name? Poisoning the roots. Oh, um, oh, geez. Stall for me, Brian, while I look up the name here. <laughs> Harvey Updike. Yes, Harvey Updike. There you go. Tumor Texas, I know you are going full Harvey Updike right now and trying to poison the college football tree. And it's it's very disappointing, but at the same time, I think the more that we ask this kind of question, like, what real is this a joke? Like, are we really like serious about this? Uh, I think the more we're going to start to see these groups retreat. Because if I've learned anything... Jake, it's that anytime there's an angry mob online, people tend to kind of back off of some of those decisions. And so that's really where it needs to come from is you need to get TCU fans. You need to get Texas Tech fans. You need to get Okie State fans. You need to get all those Big 12 folks calling into Oklahoma and Texas all day long and tell you what. Just tell them that you ain't standing for this Red Rover rivalry moving to the SEC. I probably had too much caffeine today. It's all right. I like it. I don't know why I'm talking to my Texas accent now, but I tell you what, hook them horns, horns down, you know, whatever you do. <laughs> I love it. But, yeah, plenty more on that. We'll obviously be talking about that. I'm sure tomorrow there will be plenty, I'm sure, coming out on that front. Uh, and a serious question coming in here from Stephen Haglund that we're going to get to next. Uh, I think it's actually something that uh, Klyovkov, he will have to address this. And this is something that's going to be a big topic, or especially the early part of his tenure as Pac-12 commissioner. We'll get to that question some other ones before we wrap up today's show. But first, let's take a minute and talk about today's title sponsor on the show, our good friends at Rock Auto. Brian and I are both people who have used this service. No matter what type of vehicle you've got, you obviously are trying to not necessarily uh what am I trying to say? You're not trying to go on the cheap with regards to fixing your vehicle, but you want a deal. And that's what Rock Auto is here for. They want to make sure that taking care of your vehicle, you can save time and money by using their services at rockauto.com. It's great, Jake. I, 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 my car has never been functioning higher. I've got some projects that I'm going to put together uh, with it right now. The good news, my car is probably going to run forever. The bad news, my car is probably going to run forever now. And so, <laughs> well, you know, the, the the bank account is happy about that. And while I'm out there, you know, oogling all the, the cool cars that everybody else is driving, my, my ride is keeping me tight and smooth. And, and we're, we're going to be keep on sailing down the road and, and be saving money while we do. Yep. Rock Auto, they got everything you can need. Brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. You want to put shag carpet in your car? I'm sure they can take care of that for you guys. So get over to rockauto.com. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find all the solutions for your auto part needs. While you're there at rockauto.com, make sure you write Locked On or Locked On Utes in the How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all of the parts your car will ever need. Check them out at rockauto.com.
All right, folks, before we go here on this Pac-12 Media Day edition of Locked on Utes, I wanted to get to a couple more questions that were sent in on Locked on Utes on Twitter. We asked that question of what would you guys like to be asked, or what was the one question you would like to be asked at Pac-12 Media Day. Let's get to the really good, serious question here put in by Stephen Hagland. Uh, he asked the question, what's the plan to improve the conference's TV production packages? Now, that's an interesting question because I think people, the first question, they're probably thinking, okay, well, conference TV, they probably immediately think distribution. No, he's asking about the production packages because we've all heard that the Pac-12 networks has had to cut back massively on their staffers. Uh, At one point, if I'm not mistaken, they were down to just essentially bare-bones staff. There is absolutely a question that needs to be addressed here by Commissioner Klyovkov about what he expects to do with the Pac-12 network and how he expects to go about really improving the product with maybe a less than full staff. It's a fascinating question, and I think some of it is going to be uh, beneficial to Klyovkov because he's going to be bringing some people that I think he maybe has stronger relationships with, and some folks will call that nepotism to a degree. I think... It's really hard to compare workplaces, and we've talked about it a little bit in the past where it's like you may work in an industry where you think it's similar to college football or pro sports in general, and it is not. These are very different beasts. I've worked in offices and, and sales floors and things like that, and I've worked in a pro sports franchise. I've worked in sports media, and, and the differences are, are massive, right? Like, yep. like there's not a, a, a huge correlation. Now, there is always a human component to these kinds of things, and so – the point I'm trying to make is that I think it's it's probably good that he can bring in some people that he knows and, and put some people established there because he's going to need them. I mean, that's the bottom line. You need people that you trust, people that have good relationships, people that are motivated to work with you. Uh, so so that'll help. Um, but I don't know. Maybe that's why they're trying to get Pepperidge Farm and, and uh, Old Trapper on board so they can send everybody boxes of snacks and be like, hey, come hang out and eat snacks and volunteer for us. Well, hey, you know what? We all know that goodies make people want to do things. So, Listen, Ted Lasso said be a goldfish. No better way to do it than eating some goldfish. Good point. That's a very, very good point. Jeez, uh, Pepperidge Farm, man. I'm, I'm all on board with that. So let's make that happen. Let's make that more of a thing if we can, obviously. But Old Trapper Beef Jerky, never had it. But obviously now that it's sponsoring the Pac-12 championship game, or it's, a, it's an official sponsor of the Pac-12 championship game, might have to give it a shot and see how it is. But nonetheless, some fun stuff in that regard. And, Brian, uh, one last question before we go here. I know I said we were done with some of the facetious ones, the funny questions out there. I did miss one, and this actually might be the funniest one of the night. Uh, it comes via Ute Spida. His second question he submitted, who stole JD's mom's credit card info to pay for ASU recruit plane tickets? Elite level joke there because if you read about all the allegations against Oregon State or uh, Arizona, Arizona State, State, yeah, yeah, no, uh, no allegations against Oregon State except for the fact that, that you, you need to cut more trees up there, I guess. Or something. I don't know, um, but yeah, <laughs> I'm not answering that question. <laughs> well, it's you're not going to send me away on administrative leave. Yeah, I know, but you know, it's still pretty funny. <laughs> Wait, Jake, are you trying to send me away on administrative leave? Wow. Shh. I'm Breaking news here on the Locked on Utes podcast. I apparently am the one who stole her credit card. Well, you, you know, I, I am I am a secret agent for Roz, so I, you know. I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> Roz, we're friends now, right? Hopefully we yeah. are. <laughs> 
Probably better friends than she and I, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's enough for one episode right here on Locked On Utes. Enjoy Pac-12 Media Day, everybody. It's always an interesting day full of a lot of positive banter back and forth. Of course, like I mentioned on tomorrow's show, we'll kind of have a recap of the newsworthy items that came out of it. What was said? Uh, what were the notable things coming from uh, Commissioner Klyovkov? What did Kyle Whittingham say? Britton Covey say something outlandish? Did Devin Lloyd maybe break out of his mold? We'll have all that on tomorrow's show. We'll have that all covered. Brian, any final thoughts or shots or just overall wisdom you'd like to dispense upon our listeners? I think I've I've seen enough. Fair <laughs> Thank enough. Thank you. I've seen enough. <laughs> Follow the show on social media at Locked on Utes on Twitter. Feel free, as always, to reach out. Questions, concerns, comments, advertising inquiries. Love to work with you guys, your brand, whatever company you might be representing. Love to work with you guys. Reach out via email. LockedOnUtes at gmail.com is the email address. And until tomorrow, have a great rest of your day. This has been the Locked on Utes podcast for July 27th, 2021.